Hello, world. It's the Ladies of Nerditude. My name's Francine. I guess I'll be Jill. Okay. Just this week. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, welcome to June. We are... We are recording this episode early, Mm -hmm. so for us, it's still the end of May right now. Yes. But, um, so if anything happens between now when we're recording it and, uh, you know, the day that it airs, we apologize. We cannot see the future. (laughs) Um, But this week, we are going to be talking about the HBO Max series, Our Flag Means Death. The reason that I say, like, if anything happens is because I'm really, really hoping that by the time this episode airs, it will have been renewed for season two. (laughs) Fuck, I hope so. But uh, we don't know that from our point at this time in in history. We we don't know. So we're only going to talk about season one as if the future is uncertain. (laughs) But I freaking hope so. Yes, for real, for real. I haven't wanted anything to be renewed this badly since Supernatural. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah. My God. I like, love this show. Like, why even... I'm not even going <laughs> to... You're just going to put it out there I'm just right going to put it the out beginning. there, like, right away. <laughs> this is, like, automatically one of my favorite oh, yeah. TV shows ever. It was honestly. amazing. It's so good. It was amazing. I... If you are a longtime listener of this podcast you know that comedy is not generally my thing that's why i was shocked when you said you were gonna watch it yeah yeah it was not generally my thing but you talked it up Mm. and i trust your opinion and you know like you you don't steer me wrong so i I try not to (laughs) and it was historical and it was like about well semi-historical you know based in history so and it was about pirates and i was like okay I'm going to give it a chance at least. And then mm-hmm. if it's like ridiculous shenanigans, which it which was, it was a fuckery, but you know, like <laughs> if it was in a bad way, ridiculous yeah. shenanigans, then I, no one was going to force me to watch the rest of it, you know? Right. So I was like, okay, I'll give it an episode. And then I was like, all right, well that was kind of short. So I'll give it like another episode. And then by the time like episode three rolled around, I was like, where have you been all my life? I need to finish, like, binge this immediately. So good. And I was just hooked. And it, as, like, silly as it could sometimes be and as, like, much as it was, like, Taika and Reese, like, to the max, um, it was in a glorious way. Like, Yeah. Well, and I mean, like, as soon as it got announced, I knew I was going to love it <laughs> because I've been a fan of Taika Waititi and Reese Darby for since Flight of the Concords. Yeah. It was right up your alley. Yeah. Like, and, you know, I've been like, oh, yeah, like, Taika is, like, taking on the world. Apparently, yeah. he's doing everything he's now, having a moment. awesome. <laughs> and, but then when I saw, like, Reese Darby was on there, too, I was like, oh, hell yes. You were sold. You were like, I don't yeah. even care what it's about. I don't even care. I don't even care what it's about. <laughs> like, I'm just going to watch it. It's great. It's mm. going to be wonderful. Um, yeah. I took a little more convincing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was like, there's this weird, like I was talking to my husband and I was like, there's this like pirate show, but it's like Taika Waititi and like Reese Darby. And he was like, wait, what? Not a lot of people know (laughs) who Reese Darby is. Yes. I know him from uh, At Midnight Mm -hmm. because he is a friend, I guess, of like Chris Hardwick. So he's been on that show a bunch as himself, like the comedian Mm -hmm. version of himself. And he was always like this really weird guy who like dressed weird and like all these weird acted really weird yeah and then i knew him from the jumanji reboot and a couple right. of other projects as well but i was like familiar with him but as like a zany like 
kind of like off the wall, like crazy weird guy. So when we went and saw <laughs> Thor Ragnarok in mm-hmm. theaters, I would have swore up and down that Reese Darby played Korg. You know, they... but then I found out that <laughs> Taika was making fun yes. of Reese, <laughs> and they really can't like they are really two birds of a feather. So mm-hmm. like I understand where you'd be like, is that? And then yeah, I was like, like that's, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's. Oh, and then I saw the credits, and I was like, yeah. oh, okay. Was, well, I see what he did there. Yeah, it's this weird love letter <laughs> to his friend. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Just raises his voice a little bit. <laughs> and it's perfect. Oh Spot on. Yeah. Um, but you know, I so I was like, Oh yeah, there's this like historical like pirate show and like it, but it's somehow a comedy. And I was like, How is all of this gonna work? I should learn to trust Taiko Atichi more because he is a very deft hand when it comes to sort of like <clears throat> genre mixing. And kind of like a thing that doesn't really fit in any of the boxes, but you love it. And maybe you love it for like that particular reason. He's genius at that. He has a very specific type of humor that I love. Yeah. Yeah. And I I was sold after Ragnarok. Like really, that is what sold me on him as a director. Yeah. And I mean, even just like his other projects like Jojo Rabbit and things like, like he just has like this really interesting way of telling a story yes a hundred percent and i have yet to meet anybody who doesn't like his stuff i'm sure these people exist (laughs) but i don't know them who even are they but (laughs) and and i i was really excited to see that he he had um got one of the spots for the top 100 influential people for time magazine this year yeah he deserves it yeah and i think it's really i mean like i mean we're just going to take a fangirl for a second, right? Like, <laughs> I love that he takes the time to support, like, the indigenous community of mm-hmm. wherever he's filming and things like that. Yeah. And that he goes out of his way to um, have a diverse cast. Mm-hmm. And, he lifts and, people up. And all this. And, like, I don't know that this would have worked without him being in the mix. Agree. As well as it does. Agree. He's got the magic fairy dust that he like, com- it's just part of him. Yeah. And he it's brings like it the, with him. I love the Kiwi humor too. Um, <laughs> that I know you haven't watched it, but what we do in the shadows, the movie, they're both mm-hmm. in that too. Yes. Um, <laughs> werewolves, not swearwolves. <laughs> like that's Reese's the one, the werewolves in that uh, movie. And uh. um, it, <laughs> I just it's so good like they're but their humor is like it's so specific it's hard to describe yeah it's like British humor but not like you know what it is when you see it and it's a particular thing yeah yeah and I like that he kind of sprinkles it in even his more serious projects like Jojo Rabbit or Boy or things like that it's just (laughs) but I I saw an interview with him where he's like you know the world is like kind of shitty and you don't want to go to the movies and be reminded that the world is not so fun all the time so he's like so you got to put some comedy in it and i agree yeah it's just that's the way to do it yeah it's just like i feel like it's him on a plate like every time you watch a project of his Mm -hmm. it's like all the parts of him so like the humor has to get in there the like seriousness the gravitas like that's there too the drama the like love the like every part of himself that's why i love this show so much is because i laughed until i cried (laughs) and then i cried but then you laugh. But then I laughed. Yeah. And it, like everything, it was just balanced. It was like a little bit more absurd version of actual life where mm-hmm. like bad things are going to happen, but you're still going to laugh and things are, you know, like, yeah, it, oh, 
It's a cinema verite in like a very particular way. Yeah. yeah. Like I would take his master class. Absolutely. Oh like, my God. Yes. I feel like I would learn so much about life and art and life and <laughs> it would be hilarious too. Mm-hmm. And he'd probably be like a little embarrassed. <laughs> and I really liked that. Yeah. When I, I mean, I heard Taika and Reese and I was like, <laughs> all right, cool, I'm dude. on board. Let's do this. And then, so when I sat down to watch it, all I knew was comedy pirate show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, Which, okay, Sure. I can't think of anything else that's like that. So yeah, yeah. it's particular. Uh, and then when I heard that Taika was going to play Blackbeard, I was like, okay, so like, is this <laughs> based in some kind of weird ass thing that actually happened or what? And then I also had dimly heard the name Steed Bonnet, mm-hmm. but definitely not that <laughs> version <laughs> of Steed Bonnet. You don't say. Um. Definitely not Reese Darby's no, Steve Bonnet. Is no, that what no, you're no. saying? I just like I knew he was some kind of pirate, but yeah. I didn't knew I didn't know it like <laughs> that he was the gentleman s- pirate. Yes, he was the eccentric <laughs> pirate captain. Um, but uh, yeah, like right away, I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> next, play the next episode, and then when I was done, I immediately wanted to go back and watch it again. Yeah. It was joyful. I felt the full spectrum mm-hmm. of everything. Yeah. And, yeah. And I loved the whole crew. Yep. Everyone. Everyone they hired, all the characters, all the portrayals, like it was solid all the way through. I cannot think of like a person that I would have switched or like the only cut. two that I was like, huh, were Fred Armisen and Will Arnett. I wasn't, yeah. I mean, I really liked them, but I wasn't expecting either of them to show up. Yeah. I was expecting Jemaine Clement to show sure. up. Sure. Which I know enough about. Yeah. <laughs> I was expecting him to show up at some point, but then I was like, huh, I still love it. Yeah. Because I also love Will Arnett. So <laughs> I wasn't even sure that it was Will Arnett at first. <laughs> I was like, why does that voice sound really familiar? And then I like Joe Bluth. I went to like (laughs) Google it. And then I was immediately like, holy shit. Wait, I know who that is. It was a moment. Oh, yeah. I had a moment. Lego Masters. Yeah, Yeah, I know him from Lego Masters and the voice of Lego Batman. Mm. And, you know, like so I I knew his voice from Lego movie. um, But I I did not like put it together for a solid few minutes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I love him. Um, yeah, I, I, and then, cause I've rewatched it like four times. I mean, it's just so good. Um, I can't pick who my favorite crew member is. Like they're oh, all, gosh. I really like Frenchie. <laughs> I love him, but I also love Lucius. Yeah. And I yeah. even really like Black Pete. Who's oh my like gosh. the first time I watched I... it, he was the one I wasn't sure oh. about, but he's still really funny. <laughs> he is really funny. He's a lot. <laughs> he's the one the one that I would probably want to share a house with the least. If that's fair. That's how that's I'm fair. gonna choose like my ranking of like he's a person I would not want to share any personal space with. I mean, the only one that I'm kind of like I don't have any strong feelings about is the Swede. Because he doesn't really do anything See, other I than have. I liked him. <laughs> I, well, yeah, but all he really does is talk like his Swedish accent, you know. But, but he's then precious. Uh, you know, yeah, he is. <laughs> and and it is a very multicultural crew, it which is. I really like. Many accents, and I like that many. everybody is. Everybody is 
accepted the way they are. And yeah. it's like it's a melting I think, pot. Like even though the show has drama in it, I loved how certain things that you would expect to be an issue mm-hmm. just weren't. Yeah. Because if you ever did like do study history, things like that, that is actually one thing pirates had going for them is they did not give a fuck. Yeah, they were kind of we chill. They were like live and let live for the yeah, most part. Yeah, they were like as long as you don't Chop don't off my toe me, yeah. and feed it to me, then, you know, whatever. Yeah. You do you, I'll do me. Like, you know, we're all trying to survive. It's about, like, sort of going out. Like, piracy as it is, uh, if you're not, like, even if you're Steed, um, it's about, like, kind of striking out on your own and, like, doing something that is inherently outside of accepted society. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, so it's going to draw those types of people and then it's going to draw those people together i also liked that this particular crew um (laughs) like they they all have experience being the actual pirates Mm -hmm. that you would expect who loot and steal and do bad things but that they're kind of like slowly reforming and they're They're still good but they're like quote unquote yeah (laughs) (laughs) i don't you know they're just a very interesting group but i like that every once in a while they'll throw out a comment that you're like oh yeah that person is like a terrifying they're still like a murderer yeah you're like oh i forget like they all seem so like cuddly and like nice and then you're like oh wait y'all totally like shot like a whole ship full of people and like set the ship on fire Mm. after you looted it like oh yeah (laughs) that's yeah kind of important for like living and what you're doing Mm -hmm. yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah i just i love them all i love jim I love Alawande. I love Jim, John Feeney. I love, I love them all. <laughs> They're just so great. Yeah. Yeah. So from this point forward, we're going to give spoiler alert because we've been oh, done like yeah. a pretty good job of like not really spoiling any of the. I feel like that was like everything you could get from an IMDb description. Sure. You know, like yeah. pirates, yada, yada, <clears throat> cast, whatever. Mm. Um, But I want to get into like the the main story here and it's not cry hard to even really say like what i mean when i say the main story because there's a lot going on but what i mean (laughs) when i say main story Mm -hmm. is the very complicated relationship between steven steed and ed like i fucking it's a journey it's a journey and i did not expect it and by the time we got there, I was so, I was like, I had my like pom-poms out. I was like, yes. Like I was so. Were you like Lucius? Oh my God, this is happening. <laughs> I was. I was. I was like, what? What? Oh, yay. Like I just, I was like, re- like completely on their side. 100 million percent. Yeah. Because, and I, I, cause at first I was like, oh, this is going to be like the odd couple. Mm. Like. Yes. You know, one's yeah. really vicious and one's really not. And mm-hmm. They're going to be like, like how besties. are they going to get along? Yeah. Um, and then when it took a romantic turn, and I like that in the interviews with Taika, he's like, this is not a bromance. This is a romance. Yeah. Like, like, I will say it till I'm blue in the face. And I was like, yeah. And it was beautiful. It is. And I, and I really, again, the things that you thought weren't or were going to be issues weren't. Nope. Not at all. And it was more about other problems mm-hmm. that everybody has. Yeah. 
they were people like everyone was people and it's like well people are gonna love each other they're gonna hate each other they're gonna try to murder each other you know like it's people and there wasn't that like morality like judgment over the top of like well this type of person or like that type of person or that type of relationship like everyone the only person who was even vaguely like that was izzy yeah and you know my feelings on him yes protesting a little too much perhaps he has a bit of unrequited love for Fair. ed and a hell of a lot of jealousy whether it's like I you know see that. whether it's jealousy because he's getting replaced as like the the like right hand mm -hmm. you know like the most important person to ed or is it romantic jealousy i think yes but you know everybody take that mm -hmm. how you will that is open to interpretation to me um but either way he's got like a serious complex he does and I don't know, it's, it is definitely one of those situations where, like, Steed and Ed are just so different, but it, but they're it, so... but it got set up just right, yeah. where they fascinate each other. Mm -hmm. They're so the same, too, in, like, a when, lot of ways. When Ed got on the boat and picked <laughs> up that ship model, and he's like, this guy is fucking weird. <laughs> and I was Who like, does this? And I was like. Oh my god, this is gonna be amazing! <laughs> like, yes, that the thing that really sold me the moment I can pinpoint the moment that I was sold, yeah, on the show, and it's when they switched clothes. Oh yes, <laughs> that was the moment where I was like, <laughs> "This insanity is brilliant!" Mm -hmm. Like that was the turning point for me because up till that point, I was like. Ed's gonna fucking kill him in like a minute. Uh, yeah, I was I was there as soon as um he said you want to do something weird, <laughs> and I was like, oh these guys are gonna like, <laughs> be best friends at the very least. I loved it. I loved it when they were they're fucking lunatic, and I love it <laughs> when when because uh, the thing like I I love the dichotomy that was set up between the two of them where like each one of them has had up until this point the life that the other mm -hmm. kind of like covets yeah and i think that they found a missing piece of themselves in each other and that like in retrospect sets up the romance beautifully oh yeah but even the friendship mm -hmm. made sense in that moment because i was like oh you know like here's steed who literally like gives up everything about his like you know gentlemanly safe relatively safe i mean you know it's still <laughs> still not a safe time to be alive but um you know he gives up like his sort of stable mm -hmm. life because it's killing him and yeah. he cannot do it and he needs like that sort of adventure and the way that he understands adventure is like very naive but here he is. He's got the money. He's got the resources. Boom. You're a pirate. Like, there you go. And he brings his whole fucking wardrobe with him and, like, has a closet built on the ship. Like, All of his books. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Like, he yeah. clearly has no clue what he's doing. Um, And he's in charge somehow still. Like, he stays in charge. They don't just I immediately. Like he's always, like, <laughs> thinking about mutiny. But, like, ah, he's okay. He pays us. Yeah, like, and... he's, he's fine. You know, like he's a good guy, but is he the guy you want in charge when the shit hits the fan? Like he steps up in a lot of ways over the course of the season. I'll give him that. But if I were a pirate, I don't know that he would be the one I would want leading me into battle. <laughs> no, but I liked when they did team up. 
They made like the perfect captain. They did. They did together. Yeah. Together. Because Ed is on the way other side, like ruthless. He's like, stab me. Right. (laughs) Just stab me. It's fine. I've been stabbed many times before. It's cool. Like he is the exact opposite, but he yearns for like a little bit of refinement, a little bit of culture, a little bit of softness. The other thing where I kind of like went, oh, oh, something's going on here is is when he said, do you fancy a fine fabric? And he's like, you know, what? I think I think I do. Yeah, because I expected him like badass black beard to be like, no. And, and like <laughs> he's soft on the yeah, inside. But he was he's willing not... to admit it. Yeah. Yeah. He felt safe. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're not going to admit it to the dude dressed like that, who are you going to admit I it mean... to? <laughs> you know? But I just, I loved them kind of introducing each other's world to the other person and, uh, you know, and kind of like having those like, what the fuck moments too, where you're like, what the hell is your reality? Oh my what? Gosh. <laughs> my massive aggression. I, <laughs> I, yeah. And I loved when they would see each other's worlds for what it really yeah, was yeah they both got to be like a fish out of water mm-hmm. at different points and they saved each other too like they saved each other's bacon a lot yeah and i'm glad that that made ed like not want to kill steed because <laughs> there was a time where he was like i'm gonna kill that guy and, and take over the and ship steal his identity and yeah like and then i'm I'll, gonna retire yep then i'll get to be yeah the gentleman pirate and like that seemed like a good idea and it seemed easy because he's a little bit of a easy mark i just i loved how they were both bored in very different ways and they each lived a life that the other one never thought would be boring yeah it's it's so it's kind of precious like it's it's um that is a uh narrative arc that is like really genius Mm -hmm. and i would never have thought of it. Like, I personally, I stand in awe that of... Blackbeard is bored. Yeah, yeah, like, that he's, you know, like, disgruntled with his, like, adventure swashbucklery, like, pirate life because it's not enough. I love when he went in his little rant and he's like, sometimes I'm not even on the ship. <laughs> they're just afraid of him. They just give up. Yeah, <laughs> like... just... He has... He's built an aura around himself that he doesn't even really like. Yeah, when he was looking at the the picture and he's like, is that mm-hmm. what people really like think that I look yeah, like? And like, I'm carrying nine guns? Who needs nine guns? Like, Yeah, because it's not who he is, like, really on the inside. It is, like, the persona that he, he's very much a rock star, like, in the pirate sense, you know? Especially when he first shows up. <laughs> yeah, leather oh and, like, the black and the studs. And I love the even the way that the costuming between the two... Um, the whole crew, like the two pirate crews, kind of like there's Steed and his like white and beige with like the rope and the sort of like very like natural materials. And then there's like the leather and like metal of like the <laughs> of Blackbeard and his crew. And they're just so diametrically opposed. Like you see it reflected everywhere. And yet they're yearning for a little bit of that other mm-hmm. like, you know, Blackbeard's like, yeah, I'm a badass, like rock star god, whatever. I'm fucking bored. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of insulted at this point by like what, how the myth has become like bigger than me. And that's not who I am. Mm-hmm. And I want to show people who I am. But then he doesn't get accepted. I love that episode. The, the one where they go to the party. Where he's Jeff the accountant. <laughs> and they go to that party and he's got 
with those bows, <laughs> little in, bows his in his beard. Oh my well, gosh. he was, you know, fancying it up. For... I know, but I love that when Steed was trying to explain to him what passive aggression was, and he's like, that's diabolical as fuck. And it it's is. Like, yeah, and so it's like, hey, even though it's really fucking different, my world is scary too. Mm-hmm. It's all cutthroat. It's just in it's just very, in different, very ways. different way. Yeah. yeah. And him getting, like, him having that, like, cheerleader moment where he realized everyone was making fun of him. And he was like, man, this is, like, just as violent and, like, just as terrible. They're just doing it with words and, like, with, like, snippy actions instead of, like, literally shooting you and, like, throwing you overboard. Mm -hmm. But it's the same. And so it's it was so fascinating to, like, watch him come to that conclusion and be like, A, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing here like why did i even want to do this this sucks and be like he kind of reverted back to like i will kill all of you bastards how dare and then you they laugh and he's like <laughs> yeah like, i will really and <laughs> like, we the audience know like yeah, hello he's like do you even know who i am i was like oh my god he is <laughs> like he's gonna, gonna kill slaughter. somebody with that fucking <laughs> yeah. snail fork like <laughs> he's gonna kill everyone in this room um and like he kind of went back to that like safe place of like defense you know, like, I will fucking kill you all. And they were like, oh, <laughs> but like, no, really, you're in a room with Blackbeard and you're insulting him. He will literally kill you all. Mm-hmm. And then Steed had to step in and save him. Oh, my gosh. So <laughs> I laugh so hard every time when Steed goes in there and he drops his little passive aggressive comments. Knew. And then, you know, by the end of it, everything's on fire and like Blackbeard just looks at him like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, he knew the right weapon for the job. And Steve's like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it seems like a very like fluffy, you know, like easy life. But you just have to know where to cut. And he knew exactly how to like tear them down. Yeah. It's just. <clears throat> and. I didn't know if I was gonna like Steed because mm. he was a little much at first. He's a little much. He's a little much. That I was like, yeah, I your crew's gonna kill you. <laughs> they can't like handle you, this. Like you don't belong here, kind of thing. But then it was like, oh, I see why they came around on him and everything. And I also just really liked his story of I have everything and. Yeah. You know, this wife that is tolerable and I've got kids, which I don't know how he has kids, but okay. (laughs) It was expected. Maybe they're not his. We don't know. I don't know. But, you know, and then he, I I liked that he was just like, you know, I'm not happy. And he was like dying inside and stuff. So he's like, oh, fuck it. I'm, he wanted to take his family. He did. He did. He did. He was, he was looking for a compromise he was he was like okay i'm responsible for you know like my wife my kids like and i think he does love his family just not in the way that like that would fulfill him for his whole life right and i and i like that it keeps coming up throughout the series that he feels guilty that he just left and and even though he left them with a fortune and all of these things like they still have a house and Mary doesn't have to worry about anything. Yeah. But he still feels guilty. He's still abandoned them. And still has those nightmares and and all that. And I was like, Steve, you come here. He's a good person. Yeah. Give him a hug. And then I, I, towards the end, when he went back, 
I had to grapple with this for a while because I wasn't sure that he would have gone back. But then mm-hmm. it but then it made sense. I just had to like think about it first because I was like, at the end, when he doesn't show up, all I could think was like, Ed, that guy <laughs> is a fucking idiot. He's probably still captured somewhere. And that would be my thought. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then when he rode away, I was like, oh, my God, no. But then when they showed Steed was back at the house, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I was pissed. I was like, why would you do that? You dick. <laughs> How dare you? Um, but he needed to make his peace with that situation. He did. Or he, did. He, never he, ra- he ran away. He did. He ran away. And he he's come full circle enough to be able to, like, do it the right way. Mm-hmm. You know, like, to go back and do it the right way. Maybe there was a little, like, the guilt was still haunting him for sure. Yeah. You know. But um, I was proud of Mary. Living her best I life. Was, I was really happy that that got included, too. Yeah. She was living her best life. Good for yeah, her. Yeah, that she was, I mean, also in a marriage where she was, you know, with somebody who was tolerable, but, you yeah. know, didn't bring light into your life. And it made her free. Stuff. And then, yeah, she's like, I never would have started painting if he hadn't died. <laughs> right. And all that. <laughs> he so, died. Yeah. Because... Yeah. It made sense for her to, like, take on the mantle of a widow because mm-hmm. that was acceptable, right? And, like, oh, I'm still grieving. That's why I'm, like, you know, not going to remarry. But, like, why would she? She doesn't have to right now. So, like, live it up, girl. Get it, girl. <laughs> Hell yeah. You get to have your little side. Your, your, your art instructor. Yes, your painting instructor. Yes. Um, plus some more things. And, uh, you know, you get to be, like, a creative person. You're, like, doing what you want with your money. Your kids seem to be. They adjusted. Pretty good. Like, you know, everybody seemed to be uh, pretty good. Not Little boy that... didn't even remember Steed. Right. Aww. Which was kind of sad, but also, yeah. yeah. Not that I think that he's, like, forgettable, you know, or, like, was that... Because he, when we saw him at the beginning, like, playing with the kid, like, playing pirates with the kids and stuff, like, clearly he was a good dad. He really did love them. He really did care. He just wanted more from mm-hmm. life. And I... You understand. I feel like it's it comes from a very understandable place. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. And I'm glad that, that it seemed to work out for everyone. Well, you know, at that point, it seemed to be working out for everyone. I'm not going to say that the ending was, like, happy. <laughs> yeah. Um, ugh, I mean, there's just so many things that I want to talk about. <laughs> Do you want to talk about Spanish Jackie? Because I want to talk about Spanish Jackie. Of course. She was amazing. Of course. I love Spanish Jackie. I <laughs> wasn't expecting Leslie Jones Me to roll up. either. But, oh my fucking God, yes. <laughs> She's amazing. I was completely not expecting it to be her. When it was her, I literally, like, my eyes went, like, huge. <laughs> and I, like, turned to my husband because we, we all yeah. watch Supermarket <laughs> Sweep. And I was like, that is is motherfucking leslie jones with her wooden hand with her wooden hand and her like (laughs) and dripping in jewels with like an attitude for days and now i can't imagine them casting anyone else she like all of her deadpan stuff was just hilarious perfect hilarious jar of noses (laughs) what was it 19 husbands or something like that who can even keep track um, she was hilarious. I loved it. And I loved their, like, that sort of spin on, like, the, the, like, female pirate, you know, lord. Like, that kind of, of motif was just so 
well done. Spot on. I really liked the uh, side situation with Spanish Jackie and Jim. Yes. And, you know, Jim's out for revenge <laughs> and finally catches up to Spanish Jackie. And Spanish Jackie's like, I don't know. You already killed that guy yeah, and like, that guy. <laughs> that- and- <laughs> What are we even arguing about at this point? Yeah. Like, like, is there anything left to, yeah, like, to really be mad about at this point? She even kind of like fancied Jim, which well, yeah. was an interesting development that I was not expecting. Like, but of course. Okay. But can I also say sidebar on sidebar? <laughs> um, I loved how many queer couples there were. Yeah. And it wasn't just like the one story of Ed and Steed. It was also Jim and Alawande and Lucius and Black Pete. Really the whole fucking crew. I mean, <laughs> yeah. And and it was just such a non-issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even when Izzy was like trying to kind of like sew some shit between people and be like, did you know that like he was hanging out naked with that? And they were like, so? I don't own him. Yeah. It was <laughs> so healthy. Yeah. I was like, oh my goodness. Like, er- like here he is trying to like get people to fight each other and like, you know, like just so discord and like basically be a dick. And they're just like, and yeah, we like all and live together. I liked the, how they told Jim's story too. Yeah. Um, how th- it was like a little bit of a thing, but only because they thought that, Jim was a woman Mm -hmm. and that women were bad luck. Yeah. And then Jim was like, I've been on this ship for months. (laughs) Nothing bad has happened. And nothing has happened. (laughs) Also, not exactly a woman, not a man. I'm just Jim. Yeah. And and I loved it. And then and then automatically everybody, even Izzy, was like called Jim they. Yep. They were just like, okay. Yeah. You you dictate your identity. Mm -hmm. We do not. Brilliant amazing possibly historically accurate possibly not i don't even fucking care you know like i don't know but i love jim and alawande they were a damn cute couple oh my god and i like that they're like they're just like so we're (laughs) friends but like you're kind of cute like (laughs) they were flirty and it was cute and like they seem to really care about each other they seem to like really be like you know looking out for each other Mm-hmm. In a very like dangerous. Well, and Alawande knew the entire time. Yeah, that yeah. Jim was not a man mm-hmm. and didn't care. Yeah, and didn't care. Probably fell in love with them pretty early on. Early on, I, I would feel say. like. Yeah. yeah, I think the journey was a little bit longer for Jim. But uh, yeah, that's because they were really guarded like coming from a place of like you know like i'm i'm bent on revenge and like nothing will you know um i think that that can kind of like cloud what other mm-hmm. people can mean to you definitely but <clears throat> and of course lucius and and pete and <laughs> you know as we were discussing pre-recording pete is an acquired taste oh my gosh but pete is weird oh my god <laughs> I want to be best friends with Lucius. Well, okay. I can understand that because he's, he's the... He's just so fun. He's Him the, and Frenchie. I also <laughs> want to be best friends with Frenchie. They're, um... And really, like, even putting them both in the same category. They're sort of, like, different from the the Pete's of the... You know, like, it's a, it's a different type of pirate. I can't even <laughs> say, like, a different type of pirate. Like, just a different type of person. <laughs> I think. Um, but 
I like how the ship has room for all kinds. Mm -hmm. That's nice to see. Yeah. Yeah. And they're all special in their own way. They are. Even Pete. (laughs) Yeah. The first time I watched it, I wasn't 100% sold on him. But then, like, as the show progressed, I was like, oh, okay, he's all right. You know? (laughs) Um, But, yeah, when I I do rewatch it, I don't know why, but Frenchie really sticks out for me. What is it? What is it about him that I, that I really like just just tickles your? <laughs> okay, first of all, he's a pirate, right? Yeah. So, but we don't ever see him do anything piratey. He's just like walking around with his fucking like <laughs> guitar and singing songs and like he's the pirate bard, if you will. <laughs> yeah, and I I love how clever he is mm. and how people don't expect him to be, but like the pyramid scheme. <laughs> That was hilarious. Oh my gosh. That was hilarious. And and brilliant. And the and the thing with the cats and the crystals <laughs> and cats are witches and they have crystals <laughs> and it attracts demons. He's just, he's so just bonkers to me like he's his so funny to me, but he's so clever. He is clever. And I liked that and crazy. <laughs> but I also liked that again Thank you, David Jenkins and Taika and whoever else contributed to the scripts and stuff for, like, the balance of he has this kind of intense story, but also it's he makes it funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, he doesn't take himself yeah, so seriously. Because when they, when they go to the fancy party and they take Frenchie along because he's been in that world before and he's like, they can be such dicks about spoons. <laughs> and it's like, I'm sure he's seen some shit. Yeah. And I really loved that he connected with the um, the servant who was on board. And they're like, yeah, I've been there. I got out. You're mm-hmm. still here. You want a cut of this? Yeah. Like, like let's, let's screw these assholes over. You know, yeah. like, we're smarter than them. Yes. And they and are. I like that, yeah, whenever there's, like, I don't, or when he, like, talked about how he made up the fan fiction about <laughs> Steed. Like, he's just so quick on his feet and yeah. funny. He's funny. I don't know. I just, I just love him. Yeah, yeah. I thought Luce, Lucius. Cheers, was... me dear. <laughs> I thought Lucius was going to be too much for me at the beginning. Really, I would have thought he would have been yeah. your favorite. I mean, I grew to love. At first, I was like, oh no, he's like a caricature. I did think that at first a little bit, where I was like, oh, we're going the stereotype. Yeah, and uh, I was nervous. But then it's just like, no, it's just, it's just who he is. is. Yeah, it's just who he is. And as and he... nobody cares yeah they're they're like they're cool with it maybe he gets a little bit of shit for you know like i just (laughs) he's always in the wrong place he gets a little shit time and i just feel like he's always like oh i won't tell anybody i'm so sorry and he's just like constantly going into the wrong room well you know his there's a lot of things going on you know and he's just kind of like like i was afraid that he was going to be the one that was like not accepted or the one that got like mm. sort of sacrificed during the inevitable mutiny like at the beginning i was like it's inevitable it's like going to happen you know and i was like oh man i just i feel like he's getting set up to get fridged and i was so nervous right and then i was very glad that that did not happen and he grew on me from that point forward well and i loved that he was the only one who like blackbeard would or and Steed would like kind of talk to yeah, about who's like their confidant. Yeah, and and he was the one who's like shipping it hard. Um, <laughs> when they went on their little treasure hunt, I was, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this is happening. Um, 
Yeah, but I, I liked that both of them, like, he, like he's like that friend you have in middle school who's, like, trying to get their friends together. <laughs> That's pretty precious, yeah. Yeah. And I, I like that he was sort of, like, the the bookish yeah. one, too. Like, you know, he was the one that was, like, writing and the one that was, like, you know, like... Drawing. Kind of, yeah, like, in, he was the, <laughs> the artist mm-hmm. of the group, you know, like, he was the creative type. Which, again, felt at first to me, like, very stereotypical. And mm-hmm. then I was like, oh, but wait, like, no, they made him, like, a deep character. And I, that was surprising to me. That was another thing that kind of turned. I like that they all kind of fit where you expected them to, but then went six layers deeper. Yep. Like, I mean, even Buttons. Like, I mean, Buttons he was is... the pirate. Whoa. Like... <laughs> He was the piratiest, like, one. So I was reading this thing online, and it didn't occur to me. But once I read it, I couldn't unthink this. He is, like, a representation of people who were still pagan at the time. Oh. And nobody, I mean, yeah. nobody faulted him for that. Because yeah. think about it. He's out there moonbathing. Mm-hmm. And and you just think, like, oh, he's... And he's hexing people. He's a little... He's a little uh, and all that kind of stuff. Been at sea a little too long, <laughs> but no, you're right. And a familiar right. named Carl. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I ne- like, yeah. And I was like, oh, that, yeah, yeah, that would be, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have thought that, but it really does take all kinds. I thought of him as like the sort of traditional like pirate. I've been out in the sun too long. Yeah, like I've been Jack at Sparrow. sea. A long mm-hmm. time, maybe I'm like a little bit out of touch with like what's real and what's yeah. in my head, you know. But I didn't fault him for any of that. Mm-mm. He also seemed kind of like Vikingish to me, which made me mm. think like him and the Swede would like get along, you know. But I was kind of like, okay, he's like a sea person, like mm-hmm. a person of th- that's what he's been doing his entire life, mm-hmm. and like we're seeing the effects of that tough life. But what you say also makes sense. Yeah. It makes him even more complicated. Yeah. It's why he's usually unclothed. I mean, sure. And who ever really cares? And no one. <laughs> quote unquote superstitious. Yeah. And all of that stuff. So. That's really freaking clever. I know. Right. And so I was like, yeah. And then. And I also loved that the entire crew was upset about Carl. That was upsetting. It was very upsetting. But I was glad that it didn't take the route of like, oh yeah, his seagull yeah. friend. Yeah, like or we whatever. don't even care. Like, like everybody was like, no, that is it's important. He's a member that's of the important crew. To him. Yeah, yeah. Carl was was a a friend. Oh, I love Carl. Of everyone, and I was I was really like torn up for Carl. Like I wasn't expecting to feel so emotional. It's like it snuck up on me. Like I wasn't expecting, and then when it, it just like happened, I was like, no. Carl like I was visibly upset like I had to take a moment I was like what the fuck that's so mean like I just I was like what Carl ever do to anybody that oh it was very upsetting (laughs) I was really upset yeah I I was too I was upset yeah (sighs) I'm trying to think of like what what else do you want to so to me like the I went in not knowing that it was going to be I went in, like, blind. All Mm -hmm. I knew was, like, pirates and, like, comedy and, like, Taika and Reese and, you know, that it was based on real people. Um, I was not expecting the queer love story. 
and I have like very particularly avoided reading anything. I did too, but <clears throat> and yeah, I totally avoided any spoilers. I didn't want all yeah, I, I, didn't all I knew anything. was everybody was like, Oh my god, watch it. And yeah. I was like, Okay. And I was like, as you and I have discussed at length previously, that is the one thing about supernatural that I was like, What the fuck? Yeah. Like it's you, right you told there. this like <laughs> in my opinion, really great love story, but it never mm-hmm. came to much yeah it was right there the whole time and it was like the elephant in the room yeah and and then i was like so happy like i cried like that it wasn't queer baiting yeah and it was just it was two people this is a love story yeah two people falling in love like honestly spending time together it was fucking earned and i was was happy that like they didn't wait for there to be a second season Mm -hmm. or whatever and you have to come back and wait and see and and i Oh God! I just felt so bad for Ed. I was, was I was weeping openly when he was like crying and looking ugh. at the lighthouse, and oh my God! It was like just rip my heart out and like stomp on it and like. But I think, <laughs> and I read this somewhere too, that the first season, assuming there will be a second, come on, second season. Um, <laughs> the first season was about how far Ed would go for Steed, and the second one will be about how far Ooh. Steed will go for Ed. Okay, I love that. Right, I right. that's what they need to do. Like because clearly I mean, he gave up piracy, which is the only thing he's ever known. Mm-hmm. Like when he yelled "Act of Grace," I like lost it. I was just like, "Oh my god!" Like, <laughs> it was a freaking beautiful story, and I, I really, I want to see like Steed step up and be like the you know like kind of accept that he is now the pursuer mm-hmm. like you know the saver because he knows that he can do it it's in there like we saw it and i think he saw it throughout season one he just has to kind of like embrace it and then he will be a, a, a freaking hero yeah so i mean like i was really really happy that they didn't wait to like confirm yeah things. it was just and then it and it was just like you make me happy and you make me happy too. Oh my God. Weeping. It was adorable, but not in like a, oh, they made it cutesy. Like, you know, like not like a cutesy. It, they had built so much layers at that point and like it had been such a natural sort of like progression. I think to them on like the characters on screen and to us as the audience, like it was there. It was clearly there. There was a relationship building there. It was not just a friendship. And then to see it, like, come to fruition and them to kind of, like, get to have that moment with no question about what was happening. Mm -hmm. Genius. Mm -hmm. It was fucking genius. Oh, yeah. I, like, wanted to stand up and, like, applaud slash cry forever. And and I even liked that, you know, at no point did the other characters have a problem except for Izzy because – but only – I feel like Izzy only had a problem, like you said, because it was a jealousy thing, but also because – he thought Blackbeard was becoming somebody that he wasn't. Yeah. Like he was losing himself. Blackbeard. Yeah. yeah. In like to Ed. Yeah. And <laughs> then, you know, I liked when Calico Jack showed up and he was like, yeah, we've, we, we used to be a thing <laughs> and nobody cared. Yeah. Like, Cause whatever. like, hi, no women on ships. Like, you know, how long is it between ports? Like if you. Well, you know, maybe that's just your preference. Yeah, if you have that preference, Um, this is the place for that to come out. Yeah, and so I just, yeah, I liked, and 
the the entire crew is like watching this unfold and they're like oh yeah well it's like a soap opera like, <laughs> like it's, you're you're like the audience to like the greatest love story and you're like come on do it just kiss so i, I, I love so that was cute. like the perfect like humor to insert in there of like everybody's just like yeah yeah <laughs> just like watch and they're like yeah that's gonna happen and it was so glorious when it did the first time i thought like something here is happening was when they had tea mm, on in I the know crow's like nest yeah and i was like oh that part yeah something is happening here that was the point where it kind of like because again i did not get any spoilers and so i did not know i had no context for like what was going to happen but i was like am i imagining this i am not imagining this something here is like more than just like a budding friendship and then i was like okay maybe that's my like shipper heart just like wanting <laughs> this to happen i was like questioning myself because of supernatural because of like so, so many, many other things. other shows you know that i was like and i like that they were like fuck it we're gonna do it like who cares yeah they took the crowley and aziraphale and just like ran with it <laughs> and i mm -hmm. love it i loved it I'm trying to think of like when i was like this is more than friends um that was the moment it was when he brought that teacup i think it like i started to wonder when steed was still unconscious and he and ed was like who's mary like he just was mm, like, a little too he was interested like weirdly interested in that um yeah but then like on a lighter note i would say probably like when when he showed him his closet which in retrospect because should have been because he was like, oh, yeah, I, I just thought it would be fun to have, like, this secret room. And and you could, like, Blackbeard just, like, lit up. Yeah, he loved like, it. He was he all was about like, it. This guy is fucking weird, and I like it. Like, <laughs> Yeah. And so that was when I, because they were already, like, gelling, like, mm -hmm. right away. And then <laughs> until Steve found out he was Blackbeard. <laughs> and then he was like, <laughs> no, I'm Blackbeard. <laughs> like, it's just, like, offhand. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Well, and he's... A little terrifying like the moments where he is blackbeard that is dark like he is scary again it goes back to like the whole like really good at the comedy but also bringing it back to the reality of he is feared for a reason yeah yeah definitely feared for a reason he's definitely seen some shit like that whole like just stab me it's fine i've been stabbed like i know how to you know like i know how to get stabbed and how to stab a person and like not kill them that's a lot like in that like yes it was funny but it was also like wow like you really well, get like, that and i just like ugh, god everything was like so good about this but, like <laughs> when when he was telling steed like i'm not a good person and i was supposed to kill you and i if i only actually ever killed my dad and yeah. i've never technically like he never did it and it, you know he's like well technically the fire killed those people but like you know i <laughs> things like that and it's just kind of like i don't know he's so complex and again not yeah. what you expect him to be and yeah. everything but even if he didn't stand there and kill those people he lit a ship on fire with people still inside yeah. and he he's got darkness he's cut off people's toes and fed them to him mm -hmm. and, and stuff like that so 
Yeah. Yeah. He's scary. He's scary. And it's to me, like I, I have a particular soft spot for like characters who are really scary and like really sort of like twisted and dark, but then also show so much love. Like I loved all of them, but Ed was definitely the runaway character for me because yeah, he, when he was vulnerable, he was very vulnerable. And then I think that everybody can relate to when you go through, well, in his case, a presumed breakup. Yeah. And you get your heart torn out and stomped on. You hide behind, oh, I'm going to be even scarier. Yeah. But you then, revert. But then when he was in the cabin and he was crying, I just, oh you know, I lost it. You can see like that he's, he runs back to that like place of safety, which is like, you know, being like the tough guy and like being like the scary guy, you know, like that's easier for him than being vulnerable and getting hurt. Have you read the scarf thing? No. Okay. So if you go back and you rewatch it. Okay. And once I, again, once I saw it, I couldn't <laughs> yeah. see it. So when they switch clothes at the beginning, he takes Steed's necktie. He wears it the entire rest of the show. Really? I think the only time he takes it off is when they're at that, um, like, after he cuts his beard off and stuff. Um, but then he has it back on. And so when he's sailing away and he's the Kraken and everything, he has it back on. Stop so it. even though he got rid of the robe and all the other stuff, he's still, he wearing, kept it. He's still wearing Steed's oh. necktie. Stop it. I can't. That's. I'm just saying. That's some brilliant fucking TV. <laughs> That yeah. stuff is brilliant. Yeah. So even though he, he got rid of the robe and the silk square and everything, he's still wearing Steed's. Oh, because it's still important to him. He's like, as much as he's trying to be like, okay, I'll just run back to like, you know, where I'm safe and like where mm -hmm. nobody can touch me because I'm fucking Blackbeard. He still has that pain and that complexity like inside. He'll still go to the cabin and cry, you know, and I just, oh, you just feel so much for him. I felt so much for him, like, and really, I felt for everyone, but, like, he, he was the... He and Steed, and I felt a lot for Jim, too. Yeah. Um, all of them, yeah, but I don't know. I think, yeah, I think Ed and Steed had, like, such interesting backstories that made you feel for them so much more like yeah. i i totally understood why steed was the way he was ed was the way he was yeah this like i'm i don't understand why this hasn't been renewed yet like even just like confirmed like i understand that like tyke is very in demand yeah. right now like you can't, when you can't make this without him i think i've seen some of the cast and other things but i mean they're i mean they, they said it didn't take very long to film the first season. Yeah. So I, I don't. They can do it. I don't like, and you know, Reese said he was on board mm -hmm. and, and all that kind of stuff. So I'm just like, I want more of this story. I want, I want to know that Lucius isn't dead. Yeah. I want to know that, like how, like how are they going to get off that tiny ass little island, <laughs> the little island. just the little rowboat? <laughs> like how another you know, ship is going to come by and help them? Which ship? Hopefully you a know, good one. <laughs> Spanish Jackie rolls up. <laughs> that would um, be cool. Yeah. And then like how like assuming you, you catch up to the revenge, like 
how does this go? Like, yeah, like what's going to happen? Yeah, it was late. Yeah. Let me explain. <laughs> I know what they're going to say, though. You came back. That's true. But he can't say, oh, I never left. But it's like. Yeah. But he d- did come back. The foot thing was improv, and I love it. <laughs> I can't, It was, I mean, just the, you could, t- I feel like you can tell when everyone on a project is, like, really gelling. You know, and, like, everything is, like, really a joy for everyone involved. It's the perfect cast. It was great. And I I feel like who wouldn't want to sign up for more of that? You know? Like, who would would they go to with, like, okay, well, we think we might want to make season two. And someone's like, nah, I'm good. I'm not even an actor and I want to be in. Who, right? Like, who would do that? Whoever you want, man. (laughs) Like, let's go. So... I'm just saying, you know, could cast me and I'll be like a pirate wench and it'll be fine. Um, <laughs> happily. Just to be part of it because it seems like it's just such a wonderful project. Yeah, if, if HBO doesn't pick it up, I think it's going to be a huge mistake and the internet will riot. Yeah. Someone um, else will pick it up. I hope it's not Apple TV because I don't have Apple TV. But someone else will pick it up if HBO doesn't. Oh, but like really, HBO, what do you have going on? Pick I it mean, up. What are you talking about? I mean, if if... They didn't pick it up. I would reconsider my subscription. Yeah. If I'm being honest. Because what else do they have right now? Um, Guys, seriously. However, I'd still want to watch it. Because this one for me is watching it over and over. It's yeah. just that good. But um, I think the other thing that, again, Taika fangirling. But, like, <laughs> he doesn't ever let other people, like, tell him what to do. Yeah. With his projects. So, like. Love and Thunder, they're going to confirm Valkyrie mm-hmm. as bisexual. And Damn everything. straight. And he they was, need to. And he was like, yeah. Yeah. And that was one of his conditions for him to direct it. It's and so necessary. Like, it's so necessary to just like, like, I love that he doesn't shy away from just like, well, that's what it is. So why are we not like, mm-hmm. we just need to say that that's what it is. Like, why yeah. not say that? It's reality. Exactly. And so, um, and he was a big part of why um, Asgard was as diverse as it was. Genius. And things like that. So I can't imagine that he, like, if HBO didn't renew, if they did take it somewhere else, it's, he's going to be like, well. Yeah. This is the condition. the way it is. Mm -hmm. Or you don't get it. Right. And I think if any of the services are smart, they'll be, like, fighting over it if HBO lets it go. Oh, my God. Because. I will <laughs> donate to that Indiegogo or whatever. <laughs> like, the, whoever gets it will be really fucking lucky to inherit such a ravenous fan base and so much positive energy, both, mm-hmm. like, for the show and within the show. Like, if HBO is dumb enough to give it up, whoever wins the brass ring like, seriously, they won. Because it's a genius project. And I'm so glad that I gave it a chance. And thank you for convincing <laughs> me welcome. to give it a chance. Because I was very on the fence. And those first couple episodes. In Taika, we trust. It's true. It's true. That's my motto. Yeah. And I am. I feel like my life is better for this show being in it. So if that's not a. I hope it gets Reese more projects, too. I think he's pretty underrated. Yeah. His comedy is awesome. <laughs> it's got to be the right role for him. I don't know. His stand-up comedy, I mean. But yeah. If they yeah. if they find good projects to write for him or like. Well, and I also just think like 
if there's another season, those cameos are going to be... Oh, they're going to be out of control. Out of just oh my god out of control like, already this season i'm expecting an avenger of some kind <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my gosh put chris hemsworth pirate oh my god that would be so fun i think he would have a fucking blast too like come on he would be all about that like give me the thor wig put it on like he would be so there yeah i he would love yeah, it i i mm, <laughs> need a season two <laughs> me too it's like this really big sunshine spot in, yeah. the, in the middle of like so many terrible things going on. And it's just like, see, isn't it nice to just tell a love story and yeah. let it be mm-hmm. and a, a really story. fucking good story full of good cat- yeah, characters too, you know, fun characters and pyramid schemes and <laughs> a little bit of history. Yes. Get a little history in there. It's just, it's so good. Genius. 10 out of 5 stars. <laughs> 10 out of 5 stars. 5 for each of them, right? Mm-hmm. 5 for Steve and 5 Red, so 10 together. 5 for everybody on board. There you go. That's like a million stars. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, we definitely recommend that you go watch it. Clearly. If you have not seen it, sorry that we just like basically told you the entire plot, but... Dude. It Whatever. is still worth your time. And if you have seen it, like, go watch it again and, you know, like, use your entire social media platform to be like, season two, because it needs it. It's genius. We need more projects like this. We do. Um, so happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. Definitely check that out, as well as other projects in a similar vein. Um, but what are we going to talk about next time? In theory, we're going to talk about going to san francisco possibly for the book tour i feel like we jinxed it the first time assuming everything (laughs) goes accordingly that's what we're gonna go do yes if it doesn't work out surprise we'll talk about something else (laughs) yeah we'll do something else maybe dr strange or something i don't know whatever (laughs) we'll figure it out yeah but you may get a surprise but hopefully regardless you should go read we were dreamers by i can never say his name correctly see movies yes um just do it yeah i mean i haven't read it yet and i i read a chapter did you read it you started it it. no that's good Um, so you can come from a place of 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 educated like yes this is awesome i was like trying to stop myself because i was like no i gotta read at the same time as francine (laughs) it's okay but then i got given a copy and it was and it's there and it's only 280 pages and yep and you know what so we good. would have both been reading it by now had things not changed yep. so it's not your fault <laughs> okay i'll read really quick and i'll lend it to you Kay. and then we'll both have more copies when we go to the book <laughs> we'll just have like copies everywhere um, maybe we'll do a giveaway or something i don't there you know go. but like ugh, what i have read of it is it really good yes. it's really heartwarming oh i have no doubt that it's and funny I, I mean, I have no doubt. The humor. Yeah. I, that sounds like exactly what I expect it to be. Yeah. And so I, I think it's going to be a great summer It read. is right now still technically Asian American Pacific Islander That's true. month. So go buy it and support an mm-hmm. Asian Canadian <laughs> um, author. Superhero. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. I kind of hope we were going to get to it this month, but that's okay. Yeah. Life happens. And now we know he's going to be in the Barbie movie. So, which might <laughs> Isn't be the that weird thing. Yeah. That. That's it's a weird project. Yeah. So. That's a whole other thing. Anyway, um, go pick up that book. 
Yay. Be prepared to talk about it at some point. Yeah. Whenever we can actually be in the same city as him and go see him. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's going to be really fun. I'll bring a fan. <laughs> bring one for me, too, because whew, <laughs> the warmer it gets, it's because it's getting more into the summer, mm -hmm. right? That's what you meant. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> All right. Until then, have a good one. Wash your hands. Go watch Our Flag Means Death. Enjoy. Just just enjoy Just it. Just soak up the good things in life. It's true. Bye. Bye.